Welcome to episode 39 of 50 Ways to Succeed at Work, where you hear stuff about ways to succeed, even the most well-intentioned colleagues, advisors, careers officers, and HR departments may never get around to mentioning. Today's episode is on you being an arrival artist. How you turn up to work makes a more significant difference than you might think. That was possibly Angela Jolie, the actress, arriving for work. She's one of several celebs who own a helicopter, including James Cameron, the director, Harrison Ford, and Michael Bloomberg, the financier. No wonder they arrive early. You don't need a helicopter, though, to make an impact by how you arrive at work. In particular, your mood on arrival can significantly affect your own and other people's performance that day. I'll talk about this later. But first I want to tell you about Jason Jones. It's not his real name. He ran a medium-sized printing company that I advised when earning my living as a consultant. As managing director, Jason realised that he needed to improve his relationships with work colleagues, yet he struggled to find a way that he felt comfortable with. When I asked around on his behalf, it produced a surprising answer. When Jason arrived each day at his office, he walked straight past open doors where people were working. Head down, looking neither left nor right, Jason strode purposefully towards his room at the end of the corridor. Why doesn't he say hello to us? Asked several people I spoke to. Another wondered why the boss didn't even say good morning on his trip down the corridor. Yet another complained that the director never took his hat off before heading for his own office. He appeared to scowl beneath his immaculate black Trilby, like a detective wanting to stay invisible. Hearing this feedback, the MD's eyes widened in shock. It never occurred to him that how he arrived each morning impacted others. That lack of awareness is partly why I'm talking about you becoming an arrival artist. Jason took the feedback to heart. First, he exchanged his formal black Trilby hat for a rakish baseball cap. Second, he transformed his journey down that corridor every morning. Now he took his time, rather than marching ahead, eyes fixed on his destination. He popped his head around people's doors to greet them with, Hi there, morning, or Hi there, good morning, or Had a good journey today, or You're in early. How's the project going, by the way? No matter where you are in the hierarchy of your organisation, your arrival in the office matters. Being on time or a little early can help. Even if you work from home, mainly meet colleagues virtually or have a hybrid work pattern, your arrival in whatever form can still convey mood. Send a silent signal about your commitment and set a standard for others to emulate. When you arrive at work, take your time to connect with colleagues. Do the minor things like making eye contact, smiling and asking about their journey. Check whether they need any help. It can all do wonders for your reputation. Jason turned a solitary walk into a relationship-building triumph. Later, when I checked back with his colleagues, they did view him in a new light. He was now seen as friendly and interested in their welfare. He had become an arrival artist. So how you start your morning can set the tone for yourself and others. It helps you both to focus. Being committed to good arrival practices 
makes colleagues feel valued and even productive. As an arrival artist, should you get up and arrive at work early? If you work from home or have a hybrid working pattern, that could mean you're available at extreme times and out of hours. What effect could arriving early have in such circumstances? Suppose you do begin working before everyone else. That can be a problem. For example, suppose you have urgent questions to answer, yet you're the only employee awake and colleagues won't be checking their inboxes for at least another hour. Or you arrive at your work destination super early, only to find you can't get in or can't start on your work till others turn up on time. If you're the most productive in the day, rather than later, you may often arrive at work before the official starting time. While this can help your productivity, it may harm your workplace relations. For instance, some colleagues may not love your go-getter attitude and leave them feeling guilty about not putting in more effort. This guilt can even quickly turn to resentment by colleagues who think you're putting unfair pressures on them to increase their work performance. When you arrive early, don't steal colleagues' tasks. When you've finished your work duties after arriving early, resist the urge to complete others' tasks. You may think you're doing them a favour, but you may be seen as muscling in on their work duties. In some cultures, though, arriving early wins no plaudits. In others, you're expected to turn up at least 15 minutes before the official start time. That would win the approval of Elon Musk of Tesla and SpaceX fame. He insists all his employees arrive at the office on time and not work from home. Check out how your organization's culture views arrival times and make this work for you. As an arrival artist, avoid coming into work in a distress or stress state because you haven't left enough time to deal with home stuff. Slow down and take a moment to pause. Create a routine of centering yourself on arriving, both physically and mentally. This approach can work wonders, influencing both you and others. How you treat yourself on arrival can inspire them to do the same. Try to assess your current mood and be aware of its effect on colleagues. The first thing in the morning is when emotional intelligence has the most impact. Like Jason, the managing director I told you about, Make a special effort to adopt a cheerful outlook on arrival. Grab a second or third cup of coffee if that's what it takes. Your arrival can set your attitude barometer and others too. One morning moan, for instance, can infect an entire team, getting everyone off to a poor start. For example, in one study, those who started each day happy or calm usually stayed that way throughout the day. By contrast, people who started the day in a terrible mood seldom climbed out of it. They felt even worse by the end of the day, even after interacting with positive people. Mix things up a bit. For example, if you can, choose to sit somewhere different regularly. Gain a fresh perspective. If possible, walk around and be visible to people in other spaces. Trivial actions like eye contact or smiling can energize you and affect workplace moods and behaviors. So what action am I suggesting? Well, first, adjust your arrival to make you seem more social and approachable. Secondly, on getting to work, 
take five minutes of calm to arrive fully. And thirdly, pay attention to your mood on arrival and how it may affect those around you. And my takeaway from all of this? Become an arrival artist using insightful ways to affect you and others positively. You've been listening to an episode of Andrew's 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. For more episodes, subscribe free to my regular weekly podcasts. You can catch up on past ones at the50ways.site, where you can also become a foundation member with access to e-learning units, transcripts, further reading links, and the forum where you can ask questions, share problems, and join a growing community of people who seriously want to succeed at work. Thanks for listening, and bye for now, until next week.